Welcome to the Genealogy Happy Hour, a place where new family historians can learn to document their family histories and celebrate their new discoveries. I'm Amy. And I'm Penny. And we're here to help you discover your family tree from the beginning. Welcome to episode 69. Today, Penny and I will be discussing ancestry DNA matches. And Penny, you have a follow-up to some research that you've been working on. But before we I get do. To, but before we get to that, what wine do we have? So I've just got two wines I want to mention today. One because it was hilarious. I mean not hilarious, but super fun. Had these little sheep all over the the label and it was called Sheep Thrills. Cute. <laughs> Cute. Okay. Oh, and it's a pecorino from Italy. It is a medium-bodied white with delicate floral aromas, fresh tropical fruit flavors, and lingering, um, lingering mineral notes. And it was it was very good. It was very good. And the other one I wanted to mention real quick is from a vineyard up here in, I guess it's in Flat Rock, North Carolina. Um, I think is where it is. It's called the Mark Tree Vineyard. And the Marked Tree is uh, a Cherokee thing that they, when they would plant trees, they would bend them to point the direction to go, to mark the path. So that's what this vineyard is named after. But it's their, and I know I'm going to butcher the name of this, but it's their Gruner Ventliner. Or I don't know Ventliner has a different pronunciation. But it is uh, an award-winning wine for them. And it is, I've been up there twice now for a bottle of that. It's its very good. I was about to so ask. So that's our wine. You, you visited the vineyard. Yeah. And I'll just go ahead and give you my update, everybody, because I know you've just been dying to know what's happening with this Anson Preston family. Absolutely. Um, I have finally resolved that Anson Preston is the son of Jacob Preston, who went from Otsego, New York, to DeKalb, New York. Um, Anson also went from Otsego to DeKalb, to Herman, New York, to Finley, Ohio. His two brothers went from DeKalb to um, Ohio and Indiana. So... With a variety of land records that were sent to me and that I had researched uh, with the help of the historian at the DeKalb Historical Society and some very old emails he sent me from people that were researching the same thing. And I reached out to these people and made contact and um, we shared some some ideas and, and thoughts. Um, I feel like with all these extraneous secondary uh, sources. I've, I've proved that line. So with that, very excited to say, with that, I can take um, Anson's wife, Estelle Wheeler, back to her grandfather, who has a, um, um, a pension, a Revolutionary War pension. So I can do another um, supplement, if I so choose. And then on the other side of her line is uh, Hastings, all back in New Hampshire, and he also was a patriot. 
So I've got two people I could further investigate and um, work on that. So I'm very happy to wrap up that side of my family. Um, so that's a brick wall that was solved with actually contacting the historical local historical society and looking in their um, all their files. All the files he mm -hmm. sent me, you know, a lot of land records, and then plus I found some land records online too. Oh, just searching through those. Um, the um, images on Family Search, where you had to go through one after another until you found the the land record sources and whatnot. Yeah, wonderful. So Brickwald solved. Yay! Awesome. Happy, happy for that one. Good. Absolutely. Good researching. Good and job. we did match up on DNA too. I matched up with these uh, the oh, two great. ladies that I met with. Good. So that was good. oh, that's neat. And those emails were still good. That's great. Yeah. Very Amazing. Good. Amazing. Yes. All right. Good. Congratulations. Um, and when you said supplements, you meant uh, Daughters of the American Revolution supplements. Yes, mm -hmm. I did. The DAR yep. supplement. Yeah. Good deal. Good. Good. Well, so what have you got? This DNA. Speaking of match. DNA matches, well, a couple weeks ago, I was talking to a work colleague, and and I work with a team of professional genealogists, so we're we're always talking about genealogy. Um, but she told me that she had been contacted by a third cousin um, who lives in Wales um, because they had connected through um, their Welsh um, DNA matches on Ancestry DNA. And so that got me thinking a little bit about uh, my German-born grandfather and his parents, particularly his Prussian-born, um, his mother, my Prussian-born great-grandmother. Um, I only know the names of her parents and the place where um, they were from in Prussia. I got that from her marriage record, um, but I don't know. I don't know anything else. Um, I have been able to take my great grandfather, her husband, um, back to the mid 1700s um, through German church records. Um, but he was kind of born on it was like the German Prussian border, and he was born on the German side, and so it was th those records were easily found. Um, but on her side, um, not so much at the time that I was researching. So, um, and I had also connected with um, a fourth cousin in Germany. He lives in Munich and he has an extensive online family tree. Um, it's a private tree, you have to subscribe to it, but he contacted me and, um, but that's through my great grandfather's line. It's not through the grandmother's, the great grandmother's line. So. I thought, well, maybe I should go back to my DNA matches and just see who matches to this, this German line. Um, I know that, um, you know, there aren't a lot of Europeans who do the DNA. Um, there's some privacy issues and, and other things. So I wasn't too um, hopeful, but I thought, well, just let me see if I can connect to anyone um, else that I, that I don't know on these lines. So. Um, I went into my DNA matches and I did a search under surname in matches trees, and that's an option, and I put in their um, surname. So, and just for clarification here, my both my great-grandfather and my great-grandmother both have the same surname. So, <laughs> come up either, that name's going to come up either way. <laughs> um and that's another question in, in this research is, are they related or how are they related? Um, so um, I pulled up, so I just got the matches with this surname and the, the surname is is Awe, A-W-E. 
So I put that in and um, after I eliminated all of my American cousins, who I all know, um, there were two, quote, distant family matches on Ancestry that indicated that uh, we were between fifth and, and eighth cousins. And there was a 13th centimorgan um, in common or less than 1% shared DNA. So according to Ancestry, this lowest level of shared DNA could indicate the match is a second cousin, a first cousin twice removed, a half first cousin once removed, a half great aunt or uncle, or a half great grandniece uh, or grandnephew. But the most important thing to me was that both of these matches, these distant matches, had public trees. The first one only had 17 people in the tree, um, and the German immigrants on that tree were looked like born in or from the Brandenburg area of Germany, which is in and around Berlin. My German ancestors are a little bit farther from farther north uh, in Mecklenburg for Pomeran, which is called now, um, about two or three hours north of the Brandenburg area. So um, I went and so that really didn't help me too much. There's only 17 people in that tree. However, the other tree had 1700 people in it. And in that tree, the surname Aw, A-W-E is spelled A-V-E which is the German pronunciation. The German pronunciation of A-W-E is Ave. So that's how the, they had the name spelled on their tree. Um, and there was an individual called William Ave who was born in 1849 in just, quote, Germany. But that birth year made him a possible sibling to either of my great-grandparents. So I said, well, this is curious. Let me go back to my tree and let me see if my great-grandfather had a sibling named William, which in fact he did. Um, and so I guess I should tell you that uh, my great-grandfather's name was Franz Aw. He was born in 1853 in uh, Mecklenburg. Uh, at that time it was the Duchy of mecklenburg schwerin And then he died in 1932 in Michigan. My His wife, my great-grandmother, Johanna Aw, born Aw, was born in 1851 in Twitlwitz in Prussia, and she died in Michigan in, 18, in 1938. They both emigrated to the, to the U.S. Um, so the, the William that is on my match tree, he was born, like I said, in 1849, and he died in Illinois in 1930. So I'm going to call him Illinois William. Um, and so I compared him to my, my great-grandfather's tree, Franz's tree, and Franz did have a younger brother named William, but um, he was 16 years younger than, the Matt, than Illinois William. So this Illinois William could not have been Franz's brother. And so the other thing that on that was that they did have a, a father for William on the match tree, and Illinois Williams' um, parents did not fit with my great-grandfather Franz's parents. So it didn't seem like he fit into my great-grandfather's family. Uh, the problem with my Prussian great-grandmother, Johanna Aw, is that I only know one, the name of one of her siblings, and his name was Johann Karl Friedrich Aw. Um, 
And I do, like I said, I do know her parents' names, their parents' names, which is how I matched them up. But I was, have never been able to find any other siblings for them. So I kind of felt stuck. Um, so I started playing around with, you know, how can these, you know, we, we match DNA-wise, um, but this Illinois William doesn't fit into either of the trees that I have. So I started playing around going back into the German church records on Ancestry. And through those online church records with the parents' names and Illinois Williams' parents' names, I was able to connect Illinois William to my great-grandmother, Johanna. And it turns out that Illinois William was um, Johanna's first cousin. Their fathers were brothers. And their grandfather there was Joachim Hermann Aw which is really cool because my grandfather was named Herman. So he probably got the name mm -hmm. Herman from the, his, his grandfather, Johanna's father. Um, so that makes me, let me see. So how do they relate to me? Hang on, I did that. So my match and I are actually fourth cousins. Oh, look at that. Based on that genealogy. So um, that was pretty cool. I still have... Some documentation to do on that but I was able just with that DNA match looking at their tree and then doing some my some research on ancestry I was able mm -hmm. then to take my great-grandmother's line back two more generations into the late 18th century that's fantastic so that's fantastic but doing that like backwards yeah yep had to do it kind of backwards, backwards and tracing. just figure out where they connected and and that worked so mm -hmm. i still don't know mm -hmm. how the two families my grandfather my great-grandfather's family all and my great-grandmother's family all match yet but um they must because they're all very very close up there in that area so yeah that's so. amazing there's so many on, you know, I'm just sitting here looking at my tree because we're, we're uh, recording remotely this month, um, a DNA matches. And there's a lot that I'll say, thank God they say father's side or mother's side. So if you're looking at a certain way, um, but that you have to go in and it'll, it will not have a common name. So you're going to have to right. go back on that person's tree and... Mm -hmm really search and try to figure it out uh doing that backwards um research yep yeah yeah good for you so That's yeah awesome. that was exciting that was exciting so i had to kind of put that that line on the back burner thinking you know prussian there's a lot of prussian documents that were destroyed um you know i was talking to a researcher at the family history library uh when oh when we went out to roots tech remember many years ago and they were like yeah prussian research is really difficult the records really aren't there so i just didn't really i didn't pursue it so, and then within literally within an hour or two, I had gone back to two generations in that research. Yeah. So that was really cool. Yeah. Curious if anybody, anybody listening has done any research like this, going back on somebody else's tree to try to match you up. You know, we'd love to hear about it. You can leave us a message on our um, social media or um, send us an email, genealogyhappyhour at gmail.com. We'd love yeah. to hear your story. Thank you for listening. Please email us with any questions or comments at genealogyhappyhour at gmail.com. Visit our website, www.genealogyhappyhour.com, for additional resources, books, and wines. Don't forget to drink responsibly. And never drink around genealogical documents.